0: Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. All alone in the studio again. And only vans will really know this, but the trout raptor that was in Ranger's mouth, I came in today. It's laying on the table. So, oh, jeez. It must have fallen out. I didn't sharpen the hooks, I guess.
1: He was sick. Finally lost him. Finally lost him after all these years. He's sick of just hanging out with you.
0: Well, that's probably why you're not here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Now, we have uh, Vance and Todd. They're on the phone. And they are significantly closer to each other than they are
1: to me. We're up at Chautauqua Lake?
0: No, we got a little bit of east side, west side going, don't we? Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Todd's yeah, on the west.
0: You're on the east.
1: I guess, man. I guess. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a compass man. East End boys. <laughs> I'm on the north end of the lake, which is getting pummeled with rain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We had that storm rolling through. How do you think that's going to affect the fishing? Because it was like brutal hot last week, and now it's going to be. Comfortably, mid-upper seventies.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I I still think it all comes down. You know, I'm comfortable as long as the I I look down on that water temperatures in the seventy to seventy-five range. I know that's like nails on a chalkboard to some people, but that's how we like it out here.
0: Todd, do you think it's going to do anything?
1: Yeah, I I agree. I,
3: th- I think I think we'll have a good week. We'll see. Well, yeah, yeah. Off, I mean, you know, we came off a bad week. Water temps were crazy. The fishing was, uh, it was hard because of the <laughs> the heat and stuff. But the fish didn't mind. You know, got into a good week this week, and now I think it's ready to start rolling.
0: The and we've got to hit the sponsors, but this is kind of relevant here. Um, when I hear people talk of like the cold fronts and stuff, and, and we're approaching, I'd say we're in the beginning of summer. I know it's not calendar-wise summer yet, but yeah. um, what's a cold front? Let's just say the average temperature is 80 to 85 during the day. Then all of a sudden, like in, in an example like we're having right now, you have a cold front of mid-70s. Do the fish really know if the water temperature is 75 and the air temperature is 75 versus the 85 it was the week before?
2: Yeah,
3: I don't know, man. The longer I do this, the more I get befuddled, to be honest, when it comes to this kind of stuff. Because, I mean, I can remember specifically about this time of year last year, we had cold weather. We had a warm-up, very hot. And I'm, I'm picking these guys up in the morning, The water, te- the air temp had dropped, like, 40 degrees. We went from one of these 80-degree days to a 40-degree day. And it was late June, you know, and they were, like, maybe not even going to come. And I, you know, I was like, I don't know what to expect. We're going to go see. And we had one of the best days we had all last season. The first five fish they caught were over 40 inches. Do you remember that, Vance? Yeah, I do. That was a bad that I was just sending you pictures, and it was just like – I. It's not supposed to be a good day today, but if you have a silver Wiley out there right now, uh, it's a pretty damn good day.
2: <laughs> I don't, I,
3: they all hit the fat bodies, you know. I mean, so I, I, I honestly, the more I do it, the less I know what to expect. You just keep going. I think I've said it before in podcasts. The biggest fish I ever caught was in a huge cold front, 40-degree water temp, air temperature. Wind changes out of the north. We were sitting in the cabin saying, like, nothing's going to happen. And, uh, went out and I got the biggest fish I'd ever caught in my life, along with a, few, a couple others in the morning, which made my day. Was this, put it that way? Where was this at? It was up in Canada.
0: Okay. I was, I was, I was assuming mm-hmm. Canada, but, which kind of brings us up. We should probably do here shortly another Todd's Canada stories. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I think of that stuff because I, I see, I, I like to think I got my, my finger on the pulse a little bit of, of just what goes on on the forums and stuff. And people are asking, is, is it now time to change to these baits? And I'm like, well, and it kind of it parallels, but it makes you wonder. It, it, it seems as though as you get seasoned, you just stop caring about that stuff
3: i I've heard I've heard it from most i mean you hear it i i I really feel you hear it from most of the guys that have been in it a long time, and a lot of people won't talk about the moon that way, like everyone talks about the moon phases and this and that, and uh you know I see other i'm not that I'm a big name in the sport, but I see big names in the sport good push every day, and it's like eh, you know, I'm out there all the time. <laughs> Sometimes the moon means something. Sometimes it doesn't. You get a front, or you get something coming through. You get a water temperature. You get an air temp change, and I don't know. You just fish. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna. I'm that, gonna.
3: Th- that's really gonna be disheartening to a lot of people that are trying to figure stuff out because. Good luck, man. I've been trying to figure it out for a long time, and I don't know what I can figure out.
0: <laughs> right. I, I remember reading an article in Muskie Hunter. And I don't want to even – I think I know the author's name, but I'm not going to say it for fear that it's incorrect. But they, they did, like, some uh, – I guess as good a study as you could on the moon. And and mm-hmm. it, it worked out something like you have a 5% greater chance on a major, you know, moon. Moon up, moon yeah. down. Yep. So, I mean, now you're talking moon phases and all this and that. But th- this is more like the moon's rising. It just hit the horizon. Yeah. You bump your odds by his calculation, something like five percent.
3: Yeah, which at five- I mean, it, it shows. It shows. It shows in my little bookings that I do with our business with Vance and I. You know, the people that are into it. You know, they're picking the new moon or the full moon, something like that. And uh, you know, they're they're picking those days so they fill up quicker. And I've heard the same thing from the lodges up in Canada and the guys I talked to. It's like, yeah, I'm always booked that week the next week maybe this place isn't quite as full and the next week's a new moon you got every other week right uh when you're talking new and full some people like the new some people might like the full you know uh yeah it's great they get it, yeah and, and it gets more pressure you know there's more people fishing people schedule their vacation so obviously there's going to be more fish pictures out there
0: uh self-fulfilling prophecy when was, prophecy
1: yeah When was the last giant you got on the moon?
3: Though, Well, for me, I I will say this. I mean, over the years, this is the one thing. So all of a sudden, we're going to talk about moon phase. This is pretty cool. We
0: haven't Uh, even hit the plugs yet, but go ahead.
3: No, no. But the moon moon phase thing, I mean, I have have some of my best friends that don't like full moon. They like new moon. I, I will say that, you know, the new moon probably yeah i mean i've I've had some unbelievably spectacular fishing times around that new moon, but uh the full moon lots of times I can go back and look through at our our big fish our big fish at chautauqua being upper upper forties, you know stuff like that upper upper forties into the 50 inch range, tons of those have come on the full moon mm. Mm-hmm. So I do pay a little bit of attention to the moon. Uh, you know, if I'm going to pick one around here to catch a big one, I would probably say, you know, it, 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 if I was just coming up on the weekends, I would not miss the full moons up here where, where we fish. We might not see as many, but I just see weeks where, you know, a week will go by and we have X amount of fish in the boat that are under 40, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 these big fish show up, and you look back and it's like, that was right around the full moon. A little bit maybe we didn't catch as many fish. But uh the big ones sort of showed up for me then. That's why I like the full moon. But so it I mean it does mean something in the back of my head. You know, when I'm doing the bookings, when guys want to start talking about it, it's like, Oh yeah, man, that's the that's the full moon day. That's the new moon day. Uh but but you know we kinda we kinda book up all
1: season. But but it I, gets it gets lost in translation there. But I, I, I would also. Another day, it's just another day of fishing, mm-hmm. and it's tough to concentrate on that stuff. You know, it's like, oh, it, it, it's the moonrise, moonset, moon phase, all this stuff. And you know, there's a ton of stuff to worry about in the boat, like positioning, and yeah. you know which way the wind's blowing. All this, all that crazy stuff. Before I'm like, oh god, it's moonrise. I got to get to this spot right now. So I hear it. a lot of I,
3: I I hear a lot of guys say that too like you want to be in your yeah. best spot at moonrise your best spot at moonset or the minor or the may I feel like I'm in the best spot Exactly I wouldn't be the best you know, my thinking always. when I'm fishing yeah. yeah I'm I'm fishing I'm like I, I'm I'm where I want to be right now cuz if I wasn't right. I wouldn't be there.
0: Well, oh, hold probably. on. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> Every time I'm fishing, I'm like, I bet you it's better over there. <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time I'm fishing, I'm, I, I think I'm in the best spot. So I don't really change anything. You know, I'm not going to do anything different if it's the major, minor, whatever, because I'm already there. I'm trying to catch fish. And mm-hmm. uh, we're really, we're really, uh, I'm I'm sure we're really stirring some pots here with what we're saying.
0: Well, I kind of want to go back just just as, I don't know, I don't even know why I'm making this point, but when you talked about when people are booking and you're like, you got the new moon, you got the full moon, this and that, is that also a, I don't want to call it a trick, but it could be used as leverage to have someone that might be on the fence on a date to get them to commit absolutely because you know
3: i i see because they, because they're reading that they're reading it and looking at and and so am i you know i mean if i'm looking through my my month for you know september which only has a dozen days filled right now you know i see i still got the full moon open that day and i still got the new moon open that day so it's like when someone picks a date i was like yeah okay you're looking at this date this date this is one i'd pick
0: yeah mm-hmm. or 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 like maybe someone that's it's like, well, yeah, I just don't really know what day to go. I can go. It, it just really on the fence about it all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just saying, like, hey, this is really close to the full moon. Historically, I've been really good there. And it could lean them to grabbing that date rather than possibly walking away and doing something else. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So it's. Yeah, you know, the. But- that that big fifty bite last year on the on the on the uh, full moon, full moon. Those guys from Canada. Mm-hmm. It was the only bite we had all day. It was a tough day. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's what's my most recent memory with that.
3: Well, I, I don't. Yeah,
1: and that's the same. I, that, that, I, that, I, and that's I what think. I feel. I mean, I feel like
3: new moon, we definitely probably, I mean, on average, unless you got the, when these storms are rolling and that trumps all this, and that's the thing, our weather changes so much here where we're we're so close to the Great Lakes that, you know, what we have last week, Vance, two or three days, it was supposed to be a 100% chance of thunderstorms and, you know, guys are worried about it and the night before it still says it and we fish in nothing Then it doesn't No come. rain yeah. it doesn't come other days it comes but uh, you know the, that 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 weather moving in trumps all that jeez it's a that moon phase is a I mean it's a it's sort of a controversial topic Andy
0: I it is and I, I don't I'm not sure exactly <laughs> how we we leaped into this but yeah, the, the, I don't the, know either. The last thing that I can really, you know, was that day that we got all those fish with my uncle in in Todd's boat. And but you're mm-hmm. also like that's a full moon, it's open, these fish are going. There was a whole bunch of, you know, things lined up prior to that. That, yeah. that, that you know, I always can talk myself out of something. i would be like mm-hmm. but it's just like oh, that's there because you know, I, I I'm not even going to bring up this other this other thing because it's too long to explain, but eventually if you believe in something let's just say you believe so much in moon phase x and you only fished on moon phase x pretty soon all your fish are catching on moon phase x yeah, and you're going to be exactly. like this is this is it this is the only time you catch fish you might throw mm-hmm. in a different trip here and there and whatever but it's always going to reassure what you've been doing i mean yeah. you could be fishing yes. completely wrong eventually you're going to catch one and then say hey this is doing it right
3: yeah, I mean I got, a couple of my yeah. a, a, a couple of my best friends in musky fishing don't like to touch the full moon. They like the new it's moon.
0: Awful far away.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> I seen if that yeah. one landed. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean they, they they don't like to touch that, and I don't mind touching it. You know. Yeah, I. I, I'll, I, I I'll, I'll say it relates. You know, it, it, as much as you know, you can talk about it and you know we don't really scientifically study this stuff i don't watch all those charts but you know for me where i'm fishing if you're going to give me a chance at the big fish that we're going to encounter i'm i personally i'm going to pick the full moon that's what i've seen throughout the my years here which
0: since everyone's jumping on my on my case to say, Andy, what would you choose? I would say full moon because that's what Todd picked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, and some guys hate it, man. But, you know,
1: it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, gets, it, gets, it, gets, it gets lost for me in there uh, just because of that mentality. I feel like I'm in, in the spot I want to be in and in, in the spot where I want people to fish in uh, when I'm actually doing it. Uh, there I've fished with people where they're like uh you know let's get back to this spot for moonrise. Mm-hmm. and I'm like what like what the what do you mean like what what is that are you saying that the fish is gonna hit on that specific yep m- and that, there's, there's, I there's mean a lot
3: of people feel that way there's a lot of people feel that way I'm
1: like if you think that fish is gonna go eventually today why aren't we spending our Day there, time in that in that in that weed bed or in that on that shoal or on that point or whatever it is. Why aren't we just pounding that? Yeah, you know why are we somewhere else and you want to motor all the way to this spot for a specific time in the day? Why? Like what? What did we just do? Did we just play around for a couple hours over here? Yeah, yeah, just to see what would happen. Well.
0: Again, like the moonrise, moonset thing, back when I was fishing a lot with my buddy Tim, he he would hop in my boat and he'd say, "Hey, I looked up the moonrise or whatever, or moonset or, or any of those majors, minors," and he'd be like, "At this time, you know, let's try to be at this area," and it did not work every time because if it worked every time, then it then I could legitimately say there's something to it, but the one time in particular, now I'm gonna say that this is very. This is linking everything up and just putting all the credit on this. But I'll, I'll give the quick thing. We were trolling down the river. He says, moon is Let's just, I'm going to pick a time because I forget. Moon rises at five o'clock. I'm like, okay, so we're trolling along and we get to a spot that has always been like, this looks so good. It has to be good. And Todd, you, you know the area when I say the pines. Yes. Okay. Yep. We're trolling through the, like just in front of the pines and we're like going to intercept the pines at the perfect time, and then the rod goes off. We didn't get quite get to the pines. We were a hundred yards away. Rod goes off. We net the fish. We let it go. He goes, my buddy Tim. He's like, look at the clock, and it was like 4:58 or something like that. And we're like, huh? Was that the moonrise, mm-hmm. or was it the fact that we just came up to a hot fish because we were in a river and we couldn't, you know, I. So, so there's always that shadow of doubt. It's not like you've been working this ball of bait for three hours. Moonrise comes up and you pop one or two. This would have been mm-hmm. the first time this fish would have seen baits. But then again, you know, I don't know. Did we pass other? Yeah, fish? And, I, and
3: I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not discrediting it because I mean, there's been times I've been on Saint Clair up in Canada, you know, up in you know the lakes we fish in Canada, out out on Chautauqua, or, you know, wherever I've been, where there was multiple boats out there. You know, and, uh, you know, guys you're keeping in touch with, there's a fish caught here, there's a fish caught there, and then all of a sudden you're here, boom, 39, 42, 38, 35, 45, 46, and then, you know, these the, the fish start popping, and, I, and I'll and look through, and I'll look, and I'm like, wow, that happened right at one of those moon phases. That's mm-hmm. uh, happened many times. However, weather, to me, weather trumps that so much that you get so much changing weather uh that to me that's the big factor <laughs> yeah. and you can't predict that yeah
1: so um. uh, so am
3: am i a believer am i not i don't know <laughs> i don't know we're, 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 we fish every day it doesn't matter I'm, i i just go yeah. fishing like six days a week so uh we have good days bad days getting back to the original question andy asked it's gonna now we got like sort of a cool down uh but the water temps jumped up i expect a very good week here we'll see
0: i'm gonna go on record and say that as well because i think when when people that are fishing are comfortable in the weather they will fish mm-hmm. smarter and harder mm-hmm. i think that has a lot to do with it. if it's if it's 100 degrees out you're not going to see me hammering on the baits like I would if it was, I don't know, say water temperature 55. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say it's going to suck.
0: Okay, We're going to find out. You better pull Mitch I out.
1: I will. I will. I don't know. That stuff is just way too, way too much thought into it for me. I don't know. Maybe it's the lake we fish. That could all have a lot to do all, with it. All the time, you know, you know. I'd like to see some, some numbers for those big Georgian Bay fish and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. to to see what really happens. Because, you know, people. Uh, it, Georgian Bay is notorious for people going up there for one, two weeks and coming home with zero or, you know, a 35-inch or, and a ton of pike. Uh, or they go up there and they're like, yeah, we fished all week and we got a giant. I'd like to see. I, I'd rather see moon data from those big Canadian shieldings uh, yeah. lakes rather than, um, you know, Chautauqua Lake, Lake Saint Clair, places like that. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd, then then I would be more solid of a believer, and just because you know we're. It, and it's tough for us to go and uh, to do these things, and then think of them when they're happening in the moment because we're out here so often that you know you kind of you we're just out here treading water, not really paying attention to data outside of yeah we got this many today. I have no idea what you know. I'm not paying attention to these phases and whatnot. Yeah, I do write
3: like when I make my calendar out, I write down like the big holiday weekends that I want to avoid. And I yes. write full. I write full and moon on full and new on the on the calendar. Full and the full moon, new moon. And, and yeah. of course, I catch almost all my fish when I go to Canada when I take a week vacation around the full or the new moon because I usually there's a couple week leeway there and I can hit one of those two. When I see one that has nothing and I see one that has, I, I book it too. I do the same thing. I don't know if it's because it, it's. <laughs> you know, it's probably because more of what I read and what I see and what I've heard all these years. But uh, you get a good week up there where the weather's changing, and uh, that ends up being our best week. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Well, this pod bod- podcast is brought to you by Fat Easy Musky Products. Yeah, fat right. dot com. We're on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and we're also brought to you by Boss Shad, bossshad.com. You can also find Boss Shads, not only at bossshad.com, which they're going to be hard to get this summer, but you can get them at Mark's Bait Tackle and Ammo. Ravenna, Ohio, they have a brick-and-mortar store. They also have an online site. They're also on Facebook, so like them there for all your Boss Shad needs in a hurry. Uh, Paul did say he's going to keep Mark's stock this summer, though his stock site will be up it's not taking orders you can also find those baits at musky tackle online mto so check out those two and uh be sure to let them know you heard on the podcast todd
3: todd at mcfishingguides.com muddy creek fishing guides we uh we have some open dates here for vance and i june not too many in june left a couple in july left uh, yeah give us a call we'll go out there and get you on some fish
0: also brought to you by st croix rods best on earth if you're looking for a new fishing rod go out and uh... pick up a st croix there's many big name retailers that carry them you can grab them in your hands feel them and uh... compare them with everything i'm sure they'll have exactly what you're looking for so big thanks to st croix rods all right after a long rabbit hole in the plugs. Vance, do you remember any of the power rankings we discussed? I do. do other than okay. yours?
1: Yeah, I do, I do, I do.
0: <laughs>
1: and by, in a much more real sense, I don't. But we'll it, just roll with it. Office I breakfast. hope you're done, because I can't yeah. even remember what we talked about Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, see, I'm doing um, double duty over here. Vance is normally the one writing as we're podcasting but now I got to be secretary and MC at the same time.
2: That's
1: right. That's the way this works. Um, He's up lounging. The the power rankings. Been doing it since the turn of the year. Sending your submissions will get you on. Uh, We'll discuss topics. We've been doing it for, I don't know, maybe 20 episodes, 22 episodes. Who knows right now? But, uh, Send in your submissions. We'll get you uh, involved. Any topics you want to discuss, we'll get you involved in this this ranking. Coming in at 3, we'll do Andy's.
0: Okay, well, I didn't think on Father's Day uh, thanking your fathers would be on number 3, but I don't do the ranking on this. But today's Father's Day, we're recording on it, and I think it would just be appropriate to look back on anybody that has a father figure that got them into hunting and fishing. and Yeah, it's huge. Says <laughs> the guy who put it last.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I I remember the power rankings, man. It transitions us into our topic. That's what I'm trying uh-huh. to do. Okay,
0: I'm going to let you be Mr. Professional right now. I just the rankings
3: to... mean nothing, Andy. Well,
1: that's they not Andy's exactly. always, always competing. <laughs> I you know, know, it's, it's always party. competitive.
3: You're, You're gotta, third. It's like,
1: oh, I'm third, I'm last again. Yeah. I gotta
3: and, Andy, do something. You're to,
0: third. I'm You're last. I'm terrible. Deal with it. You're Deal a loser. You you can't <laughs> handle pressure.
1: <laughs> but it is it is a great one. Dad's getting you into hunting and fishing. I have so many memories with my father uh, fishing. Uh, it's it, it's unbelievable. He always gets a big one when we go out. Uh, he does. He does. He always gets a big one when you go out. He's like a good luck charm. Now that we've gone, now that we've, you know, we used to, I used to fish with my dad. There was a little pond in McKeesport, Pennsylvania, which is now filled with, uh, you know, scratched off serial number handguns and bodies and stuff like that. But that's neither here <laughs> nor there. Um, we used to, we would, he would make this, uh, this dough ball and we would go catfish Catfish and carp fishing, uh, and it was basically like white bread and peanut butter and like a tablespoon of vanilla. I have no idea why vanilla, but I think it was like something to to sell Sement or something. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, he would he would make like a softball size, and we would you know escape and go down there for a little bit. And I'm sure we were all out of control kids, you know, running around and stuff. Didn't pay too much attention, but you know, when we got to reel one of those things in, it was so fun and i would we we usually would have to stop the fishing trip uh early because i would eat half of that dough ball (laughs) (laughs) so so awesome but you know and now it's you know flash forward to all these years you know i've been coming up to chautauqua for close to 20 years now uh and it's all stemmed from you know, I used to break up here for you know five days to a full week with my dad, starting off, uh, and you know pretty much the rest is history up here. You know, if I didn't, if, if that never happened, I would have never met Todd, Andy, all that stuff. It's, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's very, very important in in life and whatnot. Uh, now we ski fish all the time, and he does get big ones. He's a lucky son of a gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> my great. dad never, you know, he he was kind of into fishing and he was, you know, what I'd consider to be like a Pennsylvania hunter. You go out and you, you, you go hunting and things like that. But, you know, when I was young enough, you know, he'd take me and it wasn't like anywhere, you know, there weren't big Lake Erie trips or anywhere in Canada and stuff like that. But it was just a lot of small local things that we did. He did have a little tin boat when I was younger that I vaguely remember. And but yeah, other than that, I mean it the, the the fishing push really that I have wasn't from him. It was just me taking it several notches higher. Yeah. Yep. But and, and also just like what I'm doing with hunting, you know, he and he, he enjoys hunting. I think he enjoys fishing. But just about everything I get myself into, I'm studying, research and figuring things out and just doing my own mathematical equations on how to make things better and all that stuff. And he's just more like a, Hey, let's just go out and see. Let's and, go. Yeah. But you know, I, at least in the hunting, the hunting realm, he, he is starting to realize that some of the stuff that I tried doing, you know, two, three, four years ago is now starting to pay off. And so it's, it's, it's ramping up. I mean, it, you know, my enthusiasm is helping him out, but you know, I guess in the, in the beginning, it was his enthusiasm that got me into it. So, kind of slingshotting each other. Nice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Todd, that you got. It any- gets you into it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Todd, you got anything about your father? Or you want to
1: move on?
3: Oh heck yeah! I mean, about <laughs> my father, my grandfather's. <laughs> Jeez, yeah.
1: They uh, didn't they take you? Up, they, I mean, that's what that that like original mucky picture with you when you were diapers. in your underwear. Yeah, but yeah, that but was I, 2013. I
3: spent my, yeah. I spent, I spent my
1: first birthday in
3: Canada on the picnic table while those guys were out musky fishing. Obviously, I wasn't doing it then. But, yeah, I mean, I just grew up doing it, you know. My grandpas were the ones that really uh, were more into it. You know, my dad was a, he goes, he goes with me. Uh, he used to take me. Because that's what I wanted to do. He would have rather been working out at the gym. He was a coach. But uh, he did take the time to take me, drop me off. He would drop me off at the lake, stuff like that. So absolutely getting, getting, keeping the kids going, you know.
1: That's hilarious. My my father was that way, too. I remember when we would yeah. come up here to Chautauqua, we would have to break. So we would go, go run hills or do like a exactly. workout. That's. So yeah. hilarious. He's
3: like, we, we we need to go in and get the workout in. So we would stop and go shoot hoops. At, he and would always be able to find something. I would come up here for a week vacation. He'd say, you know, there's a court right here. I found it. And <laughs> you go down and do your workout in between. And honestly, as much as addicted to basketball I was back in those days, when I was here on vacation, I did not want to
1: do it. Yeah. I wanted a musky fish that's how it is that's how it is now too yeah, and, uh, yeah. like I'm like that we we cannot leave the water right now I'm not doing yeah it. yeah and we're, and we're, we both we both we both stay in shape and work out and stuff but I'm like yeah. look we you want to catch is, one we have to we have we cannot take two hours and just leave yeah this and is then, fishing week yeah this is fishing week yeah give it up for one week yeah, one week. Good good for the body, anyway.
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, I've given it up for like 33 years. It's not that hard.
1: <laughs> awesome stuff. That's a great one. It's a good one. Father's Day coming in at three probably should have been one. But two is going to be uh, the jerk bait, And I grow appreciation uh, for the jerkbait. This is my power ranking. uh uh-uh. More and more every day. It's my favorite way to fish. Todd uh, has alluded to it before, but if you could uh, somehow permanently mount one on the end of my musky get-up, uh, I would be set for life. You could just weld that
3: mud puppy right on there. Like, yeah, like hard, hard weld it, hard, hard wire it right on the end of your line.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd feel like I have a, I'd have. A great shot, every time, every uh, day. Yeah.
0: Then why do you have a snap uh, on your leader? Split ring it.
1: <laughs> split ring. Here. I have. I have to stow it away. I have to stow it away. It's not good for for putting putting in with the other rods. It gets tangled and stuff.
0: I'll make a wrap so, for no. that.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> One more thing on your plate. Ah, gosh. Um. But yeah, the 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 reason I uh, I brought I brought the the jerk bait up is well one cuz I love it but uh I had the pleasure of taking a uh, fisherman out today uh a fly guy and um it it, it we weren't we, we we didn't get a fish today. Uh we ran storms uh pretty much all day. It was very 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 windy. Uh, the should with 10 mile an hour blow, which is 30 and 30, <laughs> 30 mile yeah. an hour with, the, you know, two, three footers and stuff. And, uh, that's when those jerk baits still shine. I caught in so many fish in such crappy wave conditions, uh, with being able to hold the boat in a position and having the jerk bait get down there, the Raptor in particular, uh, and still be in that zone. In the crappiest, you know, basically, you know, you, you in, in those. If if I was chucking the raptor today, you you would be able to, when the wave troughs would develop, you know, wave up, wave down, all that stuff. You could see the line, you know, pin tight through the waves, the the, the yeah. troughs, uh, and you know that thing's still working, and and, and it's getting down there, uh, and it's presenting itself in in a way that a lot of baits can't. Um, and, you know, fly fishing today, it was just, it was tough. There was nowhere I could go and hide, um, in the areas that we were seeing fish and whatnot. Uh, it was, it was bad it was a bad wind day and, uh, it makes me appreciate stuff like that. And it makes me appreciate fly guys too, cause they just won't, you know, true fly guys, they will not, uh, they won't give up. And they won't, they won't change give in. Yeah. You know, yeah. They don't, they,
3: they, don't get up. Don't give up. Don't give in.
1: Mm-hmm. And you got to appreciate that. And, uh, yep. having, having saying all that and my appreciation for the jerkbait, uh, we'll take it to one Todd, take it away. Yeah. Brought it up to
3: fly guys. I give them, I give them a lot of credit. It's a new thing coming up in the sport. We've talked about it a few times before on these podcasts, but man, I talk to these guys—maybe uh, not maybe not weekly, but bi-weekly—that just, you know, they they, they 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 just don't care. You can take these guys out and say, you know, we got ten trolling out here yesterday. Oh, uh, okay, that's great. I'm throw my fly <laughs> you know uh some of these bigger lakes just are, are are tough to be conducive to doing that with the winds and stuff you know uh but i give those guys a lot of credit there's a lot of people out there that are just die hard what a, a die hard crew i fished with the guy the last two days i did not fish today i took a day off to get boat maintenance done things but you know we we spent some time throwing the flies and the fish were active and he was a guy that he did one, you know, he, 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 you know, he did it for a while, changed over to the dark side.
1: The jerkies, <laughs> Yeah.
3: bait caster <laughs> walleye, walleye raptor and fished about an hour Got to 44. He was very excited, but it was, it was a little bit of a dark side for him. <laughs>
2: You know, can, can you exactly. guys teeter
0: this fly rod on my back while I hold this fish? Yeah. At least <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I didn't say I caught yeah. it on it, but I just want it in the photo so people will yeah. assume.
3: It's tough. I love it. I've caught them on the fly before. Caught them on flies. Caught them on a fly rod and a fly. And believe me, I am not a fly fisherman. But, uh, you know, I give those guys a lot of credit. You know, the guys that are having success. Uh, you know, they're having, there, there's some guys out there that are just crushing the fish on those flies. Most of those are fishing like small streams. They're not fishing a 13,000 acre lake that's wide open. And blows three footers at any given moment, you know? Like, yeah, any moment. There's not a lot of guys catching them out here on flies. Uh, they are catching them at St. Clair on flies, but that's a different fishery <laughs> you know to try to you know i get the guys that come and they've tarp and fish they've done all this and we're blind casting they're like boy i thought you could sight see these fish are so big i thought you could sight fish them it's like i've sight fished i've, I've sight fished five muskies in my whole life that i ever caught you know <laughs> you don't see these fish they're just down there they're in the weeds they're doing their thing at least you know when we're trying to cast for them and uh you got to just keep going. Uh, I, I give those guys a lot of credit. It's great. I tell them the same story every time I talk to them. You know, we'll give it a, we'll give it our best shot. We can go put you on fish. Uh, it hasn't worked out so great for us the last five, six years of doing it as far as their catch rate, you know. And times when, you know, I had some guys out a couple of years ago that it was like, the fish are down here. And I would, I could literally fish for like ten, five, ten minutes, and I'd be like, "There's one, look, see it coming, boom, 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 follow up, you get a hit, you get a strike, you go back to the flies, and such such a subtle thing. I mean, it could be our lake, uh, but uh, some guys are just total diehards, and that's that's a great thing.
1: That is, and that's that. why and that is that is one on this week's podcast power ranking. So three. Father's Day, two, the jerk bait, one, the fly guys. Uh, And if you want to get involved, just send in your submissions. We'll get you guys on the next podcast that we're all together. uh, And uh, check it out. But we we were going to talk more about the fly fishing uh, here since it's so fresh. Um,
0: I I got something to add that kind of is wrapped up where Todd left off. Okay. Oh, mind if I jump ahead Vance? Yeah,
1: go ahead.
0: Okay. We, that that day that Todd just talked about in particular. Did you ever think of trying to bring a fish to the boat with the raptor and then have the guy cast to it?
3: Oh, uh, yeah, I I was doing that. He he saw okay. some fish. Like he would he would throw the fly. I said, "Let's try to like lure it." So he would throw the fly. Actually, I was using a glider at the time. And When the fly hit the water, I would throw my bait right beside it, the glider. I'd do a couple glides, and I would reel it in real quick. I was trying to, like, like ocean fishing, I guess. I don't know.
0: I was going to bring it up because I remember seeing a show. I think that's how they catch, like, them sailfish and marlin on flies is they'll have a teaser bait out there. They'll see the fish, and then they'll fly cast to it while doing eight knots or something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did that. I did that. With I've done that, and that, and and that worked. That worked better than just random fly casting for us. Okay, you know yeah. that splash. You know that big splash. But half the time, I would, I, I, you know, that thing would hit the water, and I'd take a couple glides, and I'd I'd reeled in like full speed, and it would just be darting through the water. I'd look down, and there was that day I had a couple followers, and I was like, "Oh, look, he followed it in. <laughs> he, he didn't pay attention to the fly."
0: Oh, I would have been like the guy with the fly, just waiting there to dunk it when you got at the end of the cast. You're all the way yeah. dialed in, and then you just throw it out the last five feet.
3: From what I've seen with the fly guys that we've had out, I mean, their best case scenario would be to just stand there as we drift through the weeds and figure eight. Mm-hmm. Dump that rod, pop, 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 figure eight, pop, 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 figure eight. That's, so, that's how we've caught the few that we caught on flies. They were always figure eighting it. And uh, or I could troll him. I could. We could get him trolling. For yeah, sure, it's
1: not the. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I fe- I felt bad for this guy that I took out today. I took him out last year, and he he's been on on dozens and dozens and dozens of musky charters, uh, trying to get the scratches off the list. He's caught tuna. He's caught yeah. all these. Giant fish on flies. Yep, and he's caught. I forget what he told me. The hardest fish to catch on a fly was. It started with a P. Uh,
0: Fresh or salt? I
1: forget what. A, I, my, I think it's freshwater. Started with a P, and he was like, "I went out and we caught three on the first day." And I'm like, man, like,
0: I think a burbot would be pretty hard to catch on a fly, but.
1: I mean, was this like so? So the guy, the guy comes, the 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 guy comes out. It it was the it was the charter that when he hooked up, you know, you lost the net. I lost the net, and he fell back into me. It was like WWF full contact, and uh, you know the the net went flying in the water, and that you know we we we've talked about that on the podcast before. Uh, He and he had another follow, and the fish was hot on it. It it wanted to open its mouth. It came in on this fly and did like a kind of an orca whale jump out of the water and splash (laughs) on the side. And I'm just like, Oh man. And that's when it went behind the boat. And I was just like, all right, get it back out there real fast. We'll try to get it on the other side. And it was, you know, one tap back, two tap back, three tap back. And that's about 10 seconds. And by that time that fish is gone. Um, Uh and it slows it down so much. And so I took him out today. We fished up in junk, you know, it was his day to fish. He came up from Texas. He was in town. He came back out um, and it just sucks because the weather was not yeah. nice for fly fishing. I mean, it was, it was just crap. It was, you know, at, a, at its calmest point, there was still like half, half foot wave ripples on the water. And um, you know he was using weighted line and all that stuff. And uh, I looked at his fly stuff, and I and I watched all. You know his his casts were coming. He was done with his casts about ten feet away from the boat, where he would pick that thing up out of the water. And I was just like, uh, you know, dude, we we've got to change this. We have got to. He had his weighted line, and he had about an eight foot lead of uh, a uh, of a leader uh, like Flora. He, it was something special. I don't know what it was, but there was eight foot of it. <laughs> and he would he would stu- uh, he, he would. It wasn't just like a, a regular, you know, fluorocarbon leader or something like that. It was something that tapered, and I have no idea. I mean, these fly guys are wild. I wouldn't be surprised if he handmade this and poured it and. Developed his own type of leader. That that that's how into this and how much of a passion these true fly fishermen have for it. Um, but I was like, we have to shorten this. And what I want you to do is, I want you to bring that fly all the way to the boat. And what she started doing with this eight-foot lead, but it still wasn't. It was, it, it He was. A, he would have been at a disadvantage if a fish followed in. Um, because of this long lead. He couldn't get big, wide swoops, um, you know, to do a circle or a figure eight or anything like that. It was very choppy, and, you know, if you could imagine if there's slack line in your figure eight, and if you would go to try and do the figure eight and there's a bunch of slack, that is not going to move.
0: It's going to spin on itself, and I, I've seen fly guys do that, you know, bank yanking. They come in, and, and you know, I, I it was not a true... Full-blooded musky guy, but he was fishing for muskies, and I watched him. He comes in, he does his figure eight, and the fly literally just sits there and spins in circles because he's not swooping it wide enough, and it yeah. just sits there. Yeah, yeah. And I have
3: mean, to- told guys like take it, take it right to the tip of that rod, and I'll do it. Yeah, like the fish so- might bite the end of your pole off, right? But at least you're getting that done.
1: That's where I've seen my strikes when I've had fly guys out. Yeah, and and this is what and this is what I'm thinking, I, you know. And, I, and I'm like, let me see that thing. I cut the thing, and we retied it to about where I wanted it. And I said, okay, bring that thing all the way up to the, because he's using that weighted line, and every time it would hit that fluorocarbon thing, it would make this sound on the, tip yeah. of the rod yeah. Yeah. that it, so- it kind of would sound like if the uh you know like if you would reel your leader in too much on yeah that last eye highlight and i'm just like that doesn't sound good and you know let's try something different okay so when that comes in boom stop it pause dunk it in the water and do this giant circle thing you have much more control of that fl- fly and you can even twitch it at this point you know if if the, if there is a fish coming in behind it and i was like we got to think the last year you had that hook up right at the boat side and that fish came in and you know did an orca jump right at the boat side you're throwing this fly out there it's it's on the water like a fall leaf hitting hitting the water it makes nothing boom that thing uh, you know in my in my opinion that fish is coming in and it's like oh there's something I don't think he's, you know, unless it's, I think he's, their best opportunity is going to be on that figure eight or that boat side maneuver. I mean, it happens on our jerk baits all the time. I mean, yeah, Todd, how many times, I know that all of my fish this year, there's been like two or three where it's been cast, plop, jerk, jerk, hit. It's yeah. been like halfway into the boat. Where all of our all of our action is, is coming with our hookups um, yep. and I, I think it's the same way with that with that fly I think the best chance that they're gonna have is that is that boatside play and that's where they have to really concentrate on that and get get skilled at it and I'm sure that the guys that are like I'm a fly guy and I'm all about fly fishing for muskies I'm sure that they are excellent at their at their uh, at their feet or at the boatside.
2: Um-
0: uh-huh. you know now totally agree. Let, let me let me ask this because i i've never been in a boat with a guy strictly fly fishing for muskies so I, i'm kind of an outsider to this though i can understand it because i have done a little bit of fly fishing um okay on on the it seems as though you guys get these fly clients on these awful days on an awful day what do you think the average cast is distance wise
1: today it was about 20 to 25 feet
0: it was the length of your boat
1: maybe uh, like 25 feet 25 30 feet maybe okay so Wasn't that much I mean it's tough it's tough doing it in the wind because your back cast that fly wants to come right back at you oh yeah because, I'm, I'm just I, I just want to you
3: know. make sure because I, yeah, I, I've I, had but, guys that could throw it much further now that, but that's why I have a drift sock on my boat because I was trying to slow it down for them because they have to let the thing get out there for what I want them to do. I, I, I tell everybody, you want to get something that'll get down a little bit. Uh, so they have a sinking line, so they have to make a pause. So I, have seen guys probably get it out there a hundred feet and they get it. I mean, th- th- they can take this giant cast, but they're pausing it. They're letting it sink. And a lot of that has to do with, like I said before, I mean, it's just where we're fishing. These huge waves, the next thing I know, okay, we're halfway to the fly now. And then we start stripping. Oh, and the fly's not moving that much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, the
3: fly. <laughs> and moving. then we start and stripping. I, yeah. And then he talks I, about I lo- the
0: fly not moving
3: much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we, not much moving. Yeah. And the next least, thing I know yeah. is like, so that thing <laughs> covered like 10 feet, even though you took it this big long cast. That's why I said, you want to catch one. I can, we'll get hooked up trolling right now. Throw it out behind behind the boat. We'll just drift along here. But you know, a lot of that has to do with where we're fishing. That's why you see a lot of the most of the fly pictures you see. There's like a stream bed in the background. There's a, you know, yeah. they're standing on shore. They're 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 boating them on these little streams. Yeah, it's, I, this is not a great fly. Life.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just trying to you know, if in the event there's some some. You know, more dedicated fly musky fishermen that listen to this to to paint this picture because I don't want to misrepresent them or or, or think as though you guys are complaining. Absolutely not. I, what, no. what I'm getting at is if, if Vance is thinking that they got a 25 foot average cast and then he's losing the last 10 feet of that cast, he's a, has an effective range of 15 feet.
3: That's what I. You're you're bringing up exactly what I talked to Vance about this earlier. You know. I take a fly guy out there for the whole day. The the, the that and he, he, even if he can cast all day, 9-hour day. To me that bait was in the strike zone for an hour. Yeah, it, you know, other, it, other than the figure eight, you know, other than if they do the figure eight the boat. It just it's just like taking it way back. I mean, every cast is an ordeal, every Time hits the water's an ordeal, you know. There's days out here that I wish I had fly guys. I keep talking about saying I'm going to get a fly rod, but i already caught one on a fly, so I don't know if I'll do that. But, uh, you know, the dead, flat, calm days when the fish are still wound up that I would like, I wish I had a fly fisherman today. He could probably get one, you know. uh, We're not floating down the lake at one mile an hour and trying to retrieve at 1.5, the speed, mm-hmm. they, 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 I, I don't, what, what I see out here, they can't get the speed, the reaction, the, you know, what we're looking for out of our jerk baits, you know. That's why we mm-hmm. don't use the glider a lot out here. You know, it's usually just so darn windy
1: <laughs> that I can't use it. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so, you know.
1: It, I even I even thought about using the glider today, and uh, too much wind. I, I threw I threw it out a couple times. I was just like, "Ah, screw this! I'm not I'm not doing it." You know, this is we're getting blown to hell here. But I was able to tuck away in areas. But like I said, even on, in around the points that would protect you from these this giant windstorm, um, you know, it, it was you know half a foot wave ripple. I don't like looking at that when the flies come through the water like that, it, you know. And I could have took took him to, to some other places, you know, and, you know, maybe the boat ramp and we could have fished in between where people were putting their boats in. But I'm not going to do that, you know. That, Yeah. That, yeah. That, we also
3: have areas that are, you know, we've been out here fishing every day, both boats most days. And there's are some areas that are holding some fish right now for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, you want to fish
1: there. Mhm. Uh, rather than random, but uh, right. I feel. I just feel bad for the dude. It kind of reminds me like these fly guys that are trying to bucket list this thing of, of like the kid, you know, the Brian Julian that went on all those charters, and you know, the kid that yeah. got the forty nine yeah. and a half last year. And I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, it's it's just devastating for them to to not get it, and, and especially because he hooked up. Last year, and he had a chance. It's like, man, when's that going to come around again? You know, you you you, yeah. know, you you think back when you first started musky fishing, and how you you know you missed one, and you beat yourself up about it, and you're just like, oh dang,
3: what You'd did I sleep do wrong? Over that. Oh man, yeah,
1: you know, I had and, a, uh,
3: I, I had a fly guy out here probably about six years ago. Uh, now in the last six years, they blew the fly record out of the water. What did they catch up there in Michigan, like a 57 or 58? Mm -hmm. Something crazy. It was all over the computer. But he was going for like some fly fly record. He had everything set up. He brought all this stuff with him. You know, the right size tippet, the right size this, the right everything, and, you know, you only could use a single hook. And he was going for this record on X amount of, Pound test. It was
0: a line weight class.
3: Yeah, and he had it all set up. He needed like a twenty-one pound fish. So I was like, okay, we get a, we get a forty-three, forty, you know, forty-three, forty-five incher. You can, you're, you're gonna have a good chance at getting it. That's what we need. Mid, you know, lo, low, low to mid forty inch fish. And uh, he had a fish come out and come out from under the boat when he was doing a figure eight that, uh, at that point he would have the all time record. Cause it was like 31 pounds or something. He had a fish that was way bigger than that. Come out, grab his fly. You know, he did, he did a strip set. He did everything he should have, but you know, just did not get hooked up. But I saw that I can still envision that fish grabbing that fly. I mean, they look great. The thing looked great in the water. Uh, so we had the opportunity, uh, it didn't get done. That record would have since been broken, but he could have had the all-time record at that point. It was a big, big, big fish.
0: Even if it was for a day, I'd like to say, yeah, I had the world record.
3: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, he could have. But, you know, fish hit. I'm sure lots of fly guys had fish hit that they didn't get. Uh, Lots of fishermen have had fish hit that they didn't get. Happens every day in our boat. Uh, I've never lost uh, one yeah <laughs> it's because you don't fit, yeah. Yeah. You, don't fit yeah,
0: you haven't lost one
3: yet this year, Andy, but
0: I'm gonna tell you what <laughs> we'll that, that's you. that's a stat that I really don't want public, but it's absolutely correct <laughs>
1: no that, i mean it's, isn't it's that crazy it's, to, but you you talk back to that that big one coming out from under the boat, and uh
3: dude, it was hit, a big
1: giant hitting, hitting that
3: wrong one. one.
1: Big, isn't giant, brown, brown,
3: gold,
1: gold all over it, 35-plus pounder. Giant, yeah. giant, giant fish. That's yeah.
3: I'll never forget it.
1: I mean, that's special, but isn't it, like, when that fish came out and grabbed that fly when I was with that guy last year, I was, like, surprised again or, or excited, and I was just like, wow, that was amazing. You know, like, how you kind of yeah. felt when that muskie came out and, like, smoked that perch when you were perch fishing.
2: Yeah, came out yeah. and <laughs> took
1: it. You know, we're so like yeah. we're so used to what we do, the mm-hmm. sound of the clicker, mm-hmm. and we're so used to that both side jerk bait pause bite, yeah. or the or the, or the hit on the on the on the rubber baits that you're just like, oh yeah, there's another one, cool. You know, all right, we, oh got him. You know, something like that. But like when that thing came out and hit that fly, I was just like, wow, that is awesome. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, that is yeah. crazy looking. I can't believe that just happened.
0: You know, yeah, so, so cool. You know, I, <clears throat> I I was, I was thinking, you know, when I was talking about the cast links and I remember like when I was young, just being able to cast 20 feet was a big deal to get it beyond that big clumpy weed. That's always by the shore to get it on the other side. That's where all the fish were. And then as you grow older, you start casting further with your spinning gear And then you kind of graduate to a casting rod. And then it's now, i got to try to get a little bit further distance. Then eventually you get to the musky fishing where it's like, yeah, I think I can go 300 feet. Watch this. And you just zing it out. And then the next step is, watch me grab this fly rod. And now I'm handicapping my length severely if there's like what you're like in your situation. You you got if you had that effective 15 foot range of fishing what would you think that would be in raptor terms between oh my gosh. between 2 and 5 pulls of the rod depending on how hard you're hitting it
1: Yeah
0: I mean you do a big two, three sweep pauses, with an 886 eight, rod you, you could be ringing get, in 10 feet at a crack
3: I mean, able- uh, that's why that's why
1: I like Vance's ranking at number two.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: because even if I do get that like 15 foot calves, I could go pop up up and it's sitting right there where I want it, you know, and just let it pause there and then go into a nice both side maneuver. Um You know, I mean, he was getting it out there when when we were tucked away. But, you know, like Todd said, there's an area we're fishing towing some fish. And, um, you know, you want to get him there. You want to be there. And I want to explore with this guy. Uh, So when it did get those big windy conditions, um, you know, that's what I was working with, about 25, 30 feet. And he was fine with it. Yeah, they don't
3: care the, the, the these guys are passionate they do not care fly guys don't quit calling us I want to see somebody pull this off I've seen a couple come in the boat but
1: uh, man it's uh I love the passion yeah and I I mean I've even, I even yeah. slipped stuff in there I, you know I was just talking to you know we've a, a relationship now I mean we've've we've, we've talked to uh, for probably about 20 hours total about yeah. fishing and i was like so if i handed you if if i hooked this fish on this jerkbait rod would you take it if i handed it off to you no would you try it on would you accept a catch if you casted this jerkbait set up yourself and caught one no exactly they're would just you, so
3: passionate.
1: <laughs> would you you know here's how we run our trolling. It's pretty cool. We make these rod holders. Uh, you know we picked up a couple the other day just trolling right over there. Uh, would you be interested in that? No, 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 and I'm just like, okay, okay.
3: then <laughs> we're gonna keep keep doing this. yeah all right The
1: you know. passion, they have the passion it's 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 crazy doesn't count and and, and that is Mm -mm. that is uh, you know that's cool that is very cool
0: it is a level you know when you get into muskie fishing if you're going to stick with it for more than I'm going to say one year is like your trial period at the end of year three you're either going to stick with it or you're not you don't. that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to fish every single time you go fishing for muskie but your fishing world primarily is 70% musky. And that's just, I'm guessing right now. I got a feeling once you get to that fly rod level, it's, it's fly rod or nothing. It's not, not necessarily musky, yeah, but it is. Yeah.
3: That's what you, that's what we're dealing with. Guys that are fly fishermen. Really? They don't. Yeah. yeah, They're they're just into, into that. That's just, (laughs) you want
1: to, you want to go fishing. Like, it's just like, yeah, let's go fishing fishing to them is not with the spin and pull, not with the baitcaster, not trolling. It's with that fly rod. That's yeah, that's fishing for them. Uh, very, 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 very
0: cool. I, I, I give them credit. I think we've said this before in prior podcasts, but as of right now, that's not for me. <laughs> I will... If someone no. said... Hey, you got a day to fish? Pick a fly rod or pick this casting. Be like, yeah, yeah. Even if that casting rod was half broken, yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna just keep with this one.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know how many hits we get. I want to fish, the but how many baits did did you create, Andy? It was like, check out this bait. I was like, yeah, you need. We need to get three hooks on that bait. Three oh. treble hooks, not one single treble. I'm like. We got to get another bait. We got to change the weight. These fish are playing ping pong with this
1: thing. Yeah, It there, there <laughs> yeah. happened was,
3: with the glider. It happened with the rafter. I was going to bring it up the with glider. Every bait we
1: did. Yeah. It's uh, playing ping pong with it. That's the way. Yeah. They just
3: pop it around. I, I, I need another hook. I, I don't want to jump too
0: far <laughs> off subject, but the glider? Todd, tell Vance the difference between the two hook glider and the three hook glider.
3: Yeah, the two hook glider works. He had some extra weight in there. Unbelievable action! It was but stupid honestly, how good it worked.
0: It was. It was. The, you didn't even need to tap the rod. Yeah. You reel it in, and it went. What do you think? extreme? You to just extreme. reel it. At least thirty inches left to right.
3: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I was just going to say foot and a half, two feet. Bang, 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 bang. Man, we
1: should we should get to get that rolling again.
0: I can't. It's two hooks. You're not allowed. Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) I got other shareholders in
1: this company.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We had so many fish. I'm gonna say
1: I'm gonna say we we went back.
0: Maybe, but anyways, go ahead. Uh, With with the two hook, the three hook. Now you're going into a single.
3: Yeah,
1: we may have to. I don't for those windy days. You can still use that glider, man. There's a shot you can catch it on that. On that back travel, that the, fish, the, the fish,
3: the fish like to, you know how dolphins go up and they play bouncy ball. <laughs> That's what they were
1: doing with the glider. It, they were hit, they were nosing it right out of the water. Oh, they'd
3: come right up and knock it out of the water. Boom, boom, boom.
1: I mean, I I talked to Andy, <laughs> and now
3: I got I got one. I got a I got an unbelievable fish on the two hook glider. But so many others, I was like. Andy, we got to do something here.
0: (laughs) You know, and and, and I'm going to, I need to go on record. The three hook glider is still a really, really good glider. That two hook, there's only one other person that I know that has one. And I haven't talked to him in probably two years. So I don't even know if he still has it.
1: Yeah. Um, Good call on giving that one away. Well. Make me
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. It was done yeah. perfect. <laughs> There's no comeback on that. You got me. <laughs> uh, all right. Maybe we'll do that. But I didn't want to interrupt Todd. You were talking three, you know, two hook, three hook. Now the fly guys are going down to one hooks.
3: No, one single hook. I mean, Jarek, who used to who worked for Muddy Creek there for a few years, you know, got frustrated enough that he, you know, he was putting a trailer hook on that thing. He was getting more hookups that way. Almost every fish he was catching was on that trailer hook. Hmm. I mean, these guys make a beautiful profile. I mean, I have them in my boat right now. I mean, they look incredible. When you throw it out there, it doesn't look any different than... A raptor coming through the water. If you can slow down and use it, but there's one little single hook, you know, right behind the head of that lure. <laughs> just so many, so many. Uh, when they get their bite, there's just so many misses.
0: I'm gonna make if I can line. get them to
3: bite. If I want to get them to bite, I want them in the boat. That's why I'm always like, we need another hook. <laughs>
0: I'm going to make a fly that's a piece of wire with three hooks, three treble hooks hanging off of it. And it's like a jerk bait. You let it sink and you start jerking it. And hopefully a hungry fish will be laying there when you drag it across its back. And you'll net a lot of those ones. It'll be a really good fight because that fish can face the other way and try to swim away.
1: That is just such a mindset, the fly stuff. It is so crazy. I mean, they will not. It does not count if you catch it any other way. It is, no, you think about that for a second. How crazy that is, you know, and how much these guys are going through to try and get these muskies and stuff like that. And they don't care. It is. It comes. It. I mean, and it. It
3: can relate. I mean, the fly guys are to their extreme. I will say. With that's all they want to do. I just I have not had trolling. I have not put the rod holders in the boat other than but like two hours in the last ten days mm-hmm. because everybody I've had lined up they want to cast and I'll say you want to you want to take a break and troll like no let's just eat lunch. Well, do you want to troll while we eat lunch? Nope. You're catching yeah. those fish. And I, I, that's what they said. And some of these guys have already caught them with me, trolling, casting, both ways. They're like, no, I don't I don't want to troll. I don't want the boat. I don't want you to catch them on the boat and just I just reel them in. It means nothing to me. And I was like, OK, then we'll just sit here. We'll eat lunch. Take a half hour and then we'll go back and you can start throwing again. So there's an extreme there, too. I just, is, want, I, is, I, just, I just want fish in the boat yeah uh, because we're guiding, uh, but
1: when you're guiding, you do what the guys want to do, you know mm-hmm. and in my opinion, it's fun catching them both ways. Absolutely. You
0: know. I don't think anyone's arguing that point. I think oh, no. it, but, I think it'd be are, more fun to catch one on a fly they, rod. However, I don't think I'm gonna put the work in to do it, it's, a lot of work. because it's because it's still a lot of fun to catch them with conventional musky tackle. <laughs> it's it's not to the yeah. point to where it's like oh another musky, this stupid thing. I wish it would just you know not hit anymore. I need something. I need to take it to the next level. So I don't know,
1: but unbelievable. Yeah, I mean it's just like the the anti trolling. Casters only mm-hmm. on steroids mentality, just ironclad, yeah. not budging with it. And having said that, I took another fly chart. Uh, you know, the, the one guy last year came out with a with a fly rod, and he did give in. Uh, he they fly fished a little bit in the morning. It was windy. I was like, let's try these jerk baits. Boom! They ended up catching five fish, and they were just like, yeah, that was great. Thanks. You know.
0: Now let's you never know. talk of this again.
1: Yeah, I so, yeah, yeah. As sort of ever it. mention our so I was like, "Yeah, okay, sweet." <laughs> I'm just going to do it
0: on our show. That's you know international, world renowned. Yeah. Up for
1: I didn't say I didn't say who it was.
0: Or I know. I just I wanted to make us sound bigger than we were. But anyways, <laughs> that, was, that was the angle. I wasn't. I'll shut up. Um,
1: <laughs> I won't mention his name, but he did direct Star Wars.
0: Really? No. Okay. Anyway. I didn't think it was Mr. Lucas. Well, it might have been a yeah. different one, but... Anyways, no. any anything you guys want to wrap up with on this one?
3: No, I mean, we touched on a couple of really neat things there. Moon, Moon Phase, we could do a couple podcasts on that. The Fly Guys, you know, that's... A, that's a, love the dedication
0: yeah we and it's kind of funny what we kind of thought we were going to talk about we'd never Never really got to the (laughs) other one which we can save for another day yeah it's all good man you good
1: i'm good man i'm thinking about this last crazy
0: okay (laughs) are you thinking about todd stripping
1: yeah, <laughs> oh, that was <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: we didn't catch any because he cast the debate out and then he started stripping.
0: <laughs> Wee- the and the fly wasn't going down. So there was yeah. an issue there. Uh, okay.
1: All right. It we're was gonna... a huge, br- it was a prank. Yeah. On yeah. Todd.
0: No, it was just, we all knew what he meant, but it was kind of like a, that, that's what she said. Kind of joke, but
1: anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you'd have to get that comedy, okay. Back <laughs> all to right. professionalism,
0: yeah, back to professionalism. All right, uh, big thanks to Boss Shad, bossshad.com, Mark's Bait Tackle and Ammo. They carry a whole bunch of Boss Shads, uh, all the standard baits not every bait that he makes, but all the standard baits that you would find on his website, not special order stuff, but in a vast array of colors. They generally
1: Paul is taking orders again. Is he? Uh, Yes, he is. So he's done with, he's done filling his winter stuff. If you want to place an order, put it in. Oh, now would be a good time.
0: Okay. Then Vance has better information than me. Um, Muskie tackle online. You can also find Bosch there. So go to Bosch Tell them that you heard it on the podcast, order a bunch of baits because they're excellent. Then St. Croix Rods, best on earth. Check them out if you need a fishing pole. What do you guys, do you like rods or pole better? Rod. Rod. It it, it sounds more professional, not like someone took a stick and a thing of yarn. (laughs) Got your fishing pole. Anyways. I like rod. So do I. I always like baits and lures, you know. You got a fishing lure? No, it's a bait. I don't know. Anyways. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. You can uh, get in touch with Todd on Facebook, Todd Young on Facebook, add a friend request him. Might not be the quickest acceptance, but he'll do it eventually. (laughs) And uh, Muddy Creek on Facebook. But best way is to give him a call, so look him up, mcfishingguides.com. That's fishing with an N, not an I-N-G. Or just Google search it because pretty much you can find it now that knowing the exact website. So, anyways, it's getting to be summer. So, good luck fishing.